0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the Darkcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Miley, and this is episode number 231. In this episode, I'm joined by Brian Tyler as we continue our Meet Darkstation series uh, as we interview the various writers on Darkstation.com. This week, we are talking to Gregory Wright, one of the newest writers here on Darkstation.com. As always, thank you so much for listening. Now on with the show. We're returning once again uh, with another episode of Meet Dark Station here on the Dark Cast, where we talk to the various writers on DarkStation.com. And uh, we've got... We've kind of got two... uh, Well, Joel was a couple of weeks ago. This is not immediately following Joel. Um, But we've got something special here. We've got Greg. Is it Greg or Gregory?
1: Uh, Usually just Greg.
0: Greg, okay. Um, You... You joined the podcast while we've been doing this series, which Indeed.
2: is cool. That's excellent. That's, yeah. this, is, this is enormous.
0: <laughs> so we, we've talked to the guy that's been with the website for, uh, for, you know, like 17 years, and now we're talking to the guy that's been uh, with the website for, you know, like 17 days or... I don't know. Actually, I don't know how long you've been with the website. I'm sure you've been doing some some writing as an intern and kind of you know getting your feet wet there. Uh, but you're now like officially a dark stationer, dark stationer, dark stationer. I don't, uh, intern I don't know is such
1: called. a dirty word. I don't like yeah. it. But yeah, yeah, you don't get time. paid either short way. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't. You don't get paid either way. Yep, you're
0: correct. <laughs> well, uh, first of all, welcome to the website. Uh glad to have you on and welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Yes, appreciate
2: yeah, appreciate it. How long has it actually been? When when did you actually start since we're getting down to brass tacks now?
1: Oh boy, let's see. I can actually look that up. <laughs> Mid-January. Okay. And I'm where did Joel it. find
2: you?
0: <laughs>
1: Uh well, I am a longtime writer at GameFAQs. So that's okay. where you found me. And I know I'm not the first. No. I suppose it's a great place to go looking for writers.
0: At once upon a time, uh G- Giant Bomb was the place to go, uh and since they don't really do user reviews anymore, um now uh Game GameFAQs is the fertile soil from which we pluck writers.
1: Ah, oh, when did they stop doing that? That's weird. Um, with their
0: last like really big website redesign, I don't remember when it was, but like they uh, several years ago, they had a whole like crazy progression system where like you could level up and basically get achievements on their website. Uh, I remember doing that a lot in college when I was supposed to be working on stuff and be like, Naturally. no, editing these articles is way more fun. Um and for, I actually, us. I, I,
1: for free. For for yeah.
0: for internet points. There there yes. are still people there are still people that
2: use it as a that, that do the reviews and stuff as a blog, but I don't think the actual uh, user reviews feature is still there.
0: Yeah. And so what when, whatever they it was weird. They got rid of like user reviews and that whole like weird progression system, which I while I was in college, I really enjoyed that and it stole a lot of time away from me. When you first start, like everything that you do has to be um, approved by a moderator before it goes live. Uh, and I actually got to the point where I could just make live edits on the site. Um, that was, that was cool. And then they took that away from
1: me. <laughs> There's a little uh, resentment in those words. I, really. I detect. No,
0: no, it, no, actually the, the point in time where I stopped, uh, paying attention to, to giant bombs so much. And I, I still, I've never really gotten back with them. Um, it was, I was, it was after I graduated from college and I was listening to a lot more podcasts. Um, it was it's probably sometime in 2012, maybe early 2013, where all of the, the Giant Bomb guys' opinions of games were just getting more and more negative. And it was just like this um, self-strengthening like circle of negativity. And it really bummed me out. (laughs) And so I took a break from it and just stopped. I I went back and listened to a bunch of uh, episodes when uh, Ryan Davis passed away. Um, And I still check out their their game of the year stuff uh, Generally each year I don't listen to their podcasts anymore Also the other thing that made me quit their podcasts Was they were getting longer and longer Like early on when I was like Hey, you know, normally these are an hour But this one's an hour and a half That was cool, I enjoyed listening to them But when it's like weekly Three hour long episodes I was like, guys, there's so much more I want to listen to And three hours is so much time
1: (laughs) Yeah, it is
0: uh so uh so yeah, I had to, I gave that up so
1: podcast creep indeed <laughs> indeed
0: But uh so how long have you been with uh GameFAQs?
1: Oh boy, a while. Uh well I used it before I ever started writing anything on there because I mean, where else are you going to go for guides and cheats and all the cool things that you can do.
0: Cheat code uh, central.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Gamewinners.com.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, what was the first one you said? I'm sorry. Uh, Cheat, Cheat code, code central. Oh, Our Jesus! Central. No, what's wrong with you?
2: <laughs> hey man, when you needed a, uh, you needed like a, a blood code for something. There's only a few places you could
1: go. I can't. The internet. Stand that the internet and there's stories behind it, stories that we that we may not want to get into. For IMO. I am honestly,
0: I I've not been to Cheat Code Central in probably like fifteen years.
1: How old so... are you? I have I have been personally threatened by the admin that he was going to sue me. Holy crap! By the owner of Cheat Code Central. Okay. So yeah, there's stories. Uh, but yeah. to answer your first question, I the first review I ever wrote for GameFacts was 2005. Damn! All right, Mega Man for Mega Man X8. And how did you? How did you? Uh, how did it rate? I'm gonna look it up. It is hard to remember some things. It got a Ooh, dang! It got a nine out of ten. I was very generous. <laughs> <laughs> But I wrote that just because I was bored one day And I don't think I, re- I I I didn't realize that they They tracked how many people read your stuff And so I went back And looked at it a year later And Like a few thousand people have read it And then it dawned on me that Hey people actually read these things So I started writing a ton more from there And it just kinda Hasn't stopped
0: hmm. Okay um, so in the we were kind of speaking a little bit through email before uh we did the podcast. You mentioned that you write a lot of uh guides in addition to uh reviews. What all what all guides have you been writing?
1: Oh my. Down the rabbit hole we shall go. Uh <laughs> let's see here. So right now I have a hundred and thirteen walkthroughs written. And, wow. let's see, 426 reviews.
0: That's a reviews. couple.
1: It's a couple, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. I've done quite a few of them. Uh, the one I'm working on right now is Persona 5, and it okay. is a long game. Oh, my goodness.
0: Oh, I can it, imagine. Uh,
1: That's a have game. you played it?
0: No? No. No, yeah, I've
1: not played any of
2: them, unfortunately. I, it's on uh, my list, but I have two kids. Uh, I, well, I've got three, uh, but one is a stepchild and lives with his dad, and the other two are five and three. And so, getting that much time to do something is is preciously <laughs> saved for other things.
1: Indeed, I have three of my own, actually. Nice. Yeah, and, I, and I you got find a seven-year-old. You, you find two, time to write like thirty or
0: wait? How many? Uh guides did you said that you had done?
1: 113.
0: 113. I know there was a 3 in there. Oh, so you, that that 113 guides, 400 some mod reviews, and you have kids. How? Indy. <laughs>
1: I get this question a lot. <laughs> Copious amounts of family uh of of ignoring the family. That's the answer. <laughs> Oh, I kid I kid I got a good family glad to hear it's uh it's pretty much my only hobby that's the answer that's the real answer it's It's okay. basically all I do is write and and work and family and write and work and family and and so the circle goes
2: sure that's pretty that's pretty much the
0: circle
1: yep i am well aware of that yeah <laughs> it is a thing
0: so um I don't think I've ever asked anybody why they write reviews. Um, that seems like a good question to probably ask people. But uh, I am interested, though, in why, why, why did you get into writing guides in the first place?
1: Uh, yeah, that's a, another question I get a lot. Mainly because of the amount of time it takes. People are like, "Why do you put yourself through this?" <laughs> um. Um. I've been using them for years of course I think most gamers do and I was just reading subpar guide after subpar guide I wanted to see if I could do any better like it dawned on me one day that these these guides are just written by usually one person and you look at some of them and they were just absolutely humongous and it it seemed like you know they, they took their passion and redirected it it's just very impressive When you did the guide, did you
2: use some of those uh, the old like ASCII stuff at the top, and you're you're drawing out the logo? And
1: and, oh my, (laughs) yes, yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I I wanted to try and do it. I actually partnered up with somebody to try to learn the ropes. That didn't go so well. And uh, I took about a year off, came back, started doing them on my own, and just haven't really stopped since. That's my Skyrim guide right there. That is nice. It is. Completely it is awesome. Got like two and a half million hits. I will really include
0: that in the show notes. That is, it's one that of the bigger awesome. ones. That is
2: fantastic. Holy crap. <laughs> How long did it take you to do this? I got the platinum on that 114 hours.
1: Yeah. Well, as, I mean, as a general rule of thumb, it takes about as three times as long as it takes to beat the game to write it up. Uh, this Skyrim guy I actually put in a lot of the bigger guides at the bottom somewhere, somewhere the somewhere near the bottom. I put version histories near them. So, like, uh, let's see. The first date on it says November 11th, 2011, and the last date says September 29th, 2014. It's wait, undergone no, a couple wait, rewrites. Wait,
0: November 11th, 2011. That is the day the game came
1: out. Yes, sir. <laughs> a lot of the bigger guides, I'll buy the game day one and start working right away. There's been a couple of times where I'll get the game ahead of time and I'll start working on it, but that's that's pretty rare. okay, but yeah, it usually costs a little bit to uh start working right away.
0: Sure. so are you just are you just making notes as you play the game? And then writing stuff up after that, or how how what is the process of doing that because i've I've never really had a desire to to go write a guide for anything um and I've never really thought about the process of the person writing it before <laughs> also do you use like because
2: I know um when they're when people are trying to capture video and stuff like that, they have a ton of saves. Do you ever have to go back for stuff?
1: Oh my goodness, yeah, thank goodness Skyrim doesn't like limit your your save files, right? Persona five does by the way, you only get sixteen saves. So I've been cycling through those like crazy. Yeah, but but Skyrim you can save however many times until your PS three fills up, right? So my PS three filled up. It was <laughs> <laughs> I usually do it one of two ways. I'll either I'll either play for like five minutes and then and then type for five, six minutes and then play for another five minutes, and then, you know, type for another five, six minutes. It's a a slog. Or sometimes if I'm feeling particularly cocky, I'll just write shorthand notes and then just get back to playing right away, trusting myself that I'll be able to cohesively type everything together afterwards. It's usually standing in a corner somewhere hoping an enemy doesn't find you while you're typing something up. (laughs) (laughs) Especially for games that don't let you pause. Oh yeah, yeah. I uh,
0: never really understood why games. I mean, I understand mechanically why something like uh, Dark Souls wouldn't let you pause, because it's always tense. But other games that, for whatever reason, don't give you that option, it just
1: seems mind-boggling. Before Persona Five, I wrote for Neo, and it it much like Dark Souls doesn't really let you pause. Okay. So that was fun. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Great game, by the way. I found that a lot of people aren't playing Neo. I, I've not. Oh, Brian.
0: Pretty sure he hasn't either.
1: Oh. (laughs) Yeah, it's sad. Makes me sad. See, now I'm crying a little inside. It is earlier (laughs) than you foretold, sir.
0: Well, that's that's just not my kind of game. I I played I played about ten hours of the original Dark Souls, um, and I never made it past what like the not the first boss in the first kind of small area, but the the first kind of big enemy that you come to on the on the wall. Like, I never made it past him, and I kept going kind of through. Uh, wherever that area is, and getting up to him and dying, and like I would collect the souls and die and collect the souls and die, and so I had racked up like sixty thousand souls. Uh, oh my! <laughs> which felt like a lot, um, early on in the game, and then I lost them. And oh no! I said, "Fuck you, game." The
1: worst. The worst feeling <laughs> ever. <laughs>
0: yeah, because I was just like, nope no, I'm done. This is it. Uh, it's, it's like when I uh. Uh, I played Amnesia up to the point where you get out of the sewer after having been chased um, by something that's, like, invisible, and you get to, like, this nice serene moment where there's, like, sunshine coming through the windows, and I was like, okay, this is it. It's the end of the game. I made it. I survived. Over. (laughs) And that's that's kind of... That's where I I quit
1: at Amnesia, actually, that invisible water... Monster. I didn't yeah. really play much after that.
0: I, uh, I felt, uh, I felt like that was a good place to stop. It was, it was, yeah, that was, that was it. I was done. Uh, <laughs> 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 but uh, what, what do you do when you're not uh, playing video games or uh, writing guides for them or writing reviews or sitting down and podcasting with people?
1: Oh yeah, boy, uh, not much. Uh, probably just hanging out with the kiddos. I got okay. two, like I mentioned, I got two two-year-old twins. Okay. They love to roughhouse, sure, and play. So I'll play with right. them. Yeah, you the That's, officially... usually... That's yeah. <laughs> 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 yep. Yeah, I've been doing it a while. Um, I'm in the top ten of guide authors out there for like number of guides or whatever.
0: Wow, nice. Very cool. Now, how, how did you how did you get into games originally? Like, what was your first kind of experience?
1: Oh boy, with video games. Uh, Nintendo NES. I had an <laughs> NES when I was younger. Um, first games were probably the first first Mario Brothers, and uh, Final Fantasy.
0: What's your uh, kind of console chronology from there? Uh, did you make the jump to the PlayStation? Uh, one or did you hold off till two? How did all that kind of
1: go? Yeah, oh, uh, Super Nintendo. Okay. Obvious evolution, right? Sure. I don't know how the Genesis people did it. Ugh. <laughs> so were were you guys Genesis or Super Nintendo?
2: I was Super Nintendo, all
1: the way. <laughs> I
0: I was a I was Atari Nintendo long break. Xbox. Oh, oh
1: wow. <laughs> <laughs> you skipped quite a bit. No, yeah, I, I did too, actually. Be. After Super Nintendo long break uh, PS2, PS3, PS4, Nintendo consoles splashed in. I bought an Xbox for the heck of it once. Because hmm. <laughs> it was cheap. And I wanted to play Dead Rising.
0: <laughs> okay. I Nice. Fair very nice. What are you? What
1: are you currently playing? Uh, Persona Five. That's about it. Um, ah, I picked up Ocean Horn. The okay. Z- the Zelda game. Yeah. It is very much a Zelda clone.
0: Yeah, I uh, I I've not picked that up, but I am. I'm dabbling in uh, the original Darksiders
1: right now. Uh, oh, the one with war? Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a Zelda clone. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. I enjoy it. Got some Vermintide on the side. Okay. Which is a Left 4 Dead clone. Uh, still need to finish off Horizon and The Witcher 3. Those are on the back burner a bit.
0: Witcher 3 is a good game.
1: Yeah, it is. (laughs) Yep, 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 yep.
0: Have you, uh, did did you finish the main quest, or do you have just the the DLC to go through, or?
1: Uh, I'm still playing the main story. Okay. About halfway through, I'd say. That is a a large game. It's, man.
0: That is
2: an
1: incredibly large game. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad I didn't write a walkthrough on that. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend that did, and it it took him several months.
0: I can imagine. I can imagine. Uh, but uh, if if you do get back to it and finish it, I I highly recommend uh, going through the the DLC as well. It, I mean, it's more than like what we traditionally think of as DLC. It's like full on expansions um, of the game. They're they're very good and. Uh, the the one in the second one uh blood and wine does a great job of kind of boosting in game progression cuz otherwise you're just kind of putting in uh skill points into skills that you're probably not that interested in you're just spending them because you have them to spend um and it uh it develops a mechanic uh that actually works quite well uh in giving you uh like lots of stuff to put stuff in and and making it even more powerful which is it's fun. It's
1: cool yeah, I stuff. felt that the uh the skill progression up to now in The Witcher 3 cuz you you can go a level without having a slot to put anything in. Like I'll I'll level up several times and I'll have nothing I really want. So I'll just buy this over here because why not? I have the points. Mhm. That's kind of how it feels right now, but I started a um and this is my first time playing it, so it might be a little crazy. I start playing it on Death March, who? Because I am a trophy hunter okay. and I want to get the platinum with one playthrough. <laughs> so I don't know if it's a good idea or not, but
0: yeah, I... liberal
1: liberal use of Quinn.
0: Yeah, yeah, and actually, um, one <laughs> one of the cool things with uh, like crafting and stuff and some of the the more legendary. Uh, like Witcher armors that you can get. Is there's there's one, and this this may actually be in the expansion. I don't I don't remember. Uh, but there's one set of armor that actually just activates Quinn when you enter battle. Oh my, uh, which that's is, nice. It's pretty fantastic. It's uh, man, that is a, that is a good game. God. All right. Anyway, uh, we we can go down a really long rabbit trail there, but I'm going to try to stop us. Um <laughs> no this, doubt. It's one of my weaknesses, Witcher. Um so obviously, you know, uh you, you mentioned Neo, uh Dark Souls, The Witcher, a lot of kind of, you know, big open worlds, uh or open world ish RPGs there. What what are some of your other kind of favorite uh genres of games or, or just favorite games in and of themselves? Besides obviously uh that Mega Man that you gave a nine out of ten on.
1: <laughs> oh poor Mega Man if he if he hasn't gotten the shaft lately from Capcom I, I don't know oh, poor Mega Man he deserves so much better um <laughs> I like strategy RPGs a lot uh like Final Fantasy Tactics is probably my one of my favorite favorite games of all time you're a good uh, yes Tactics Ogre <laughs> those type of games I really dig those um I've been playing a lot of Stardew Valley I really kind of dig the calming type games as well
2: I've heard nothing good things about that and that is in my Steam like my Steam queue
1: oh you need to try it you just need to sit down an evening to yourself try some Stardew Valley it is so or maybe if you're if you ever find yourself stressed sometime yep just just go play some Stardew Valley do it that way yeah so good (laughs) Yeah, I like a lot of different types of games. Uh, sure, it's a hard it's a hard question to answer, but oh
0: yeah, so we we ask the hard questions though. I yes, we, we do. Because
1: did. <laughs> <laughs> I say I say you know I say Stardew Valley is an example, but I also have Outlast Two just sitting here on the desk, waiting for me, mm. Want and wanting to play through it at some point. Those are those are that two vastly different types of genres. A little bit. bit. Quite a bit. <laughs> Could you imagine mixing them?
0: Uh, actually, there there is a um, there's a YouTube channel that I've recently found. A guy named Nakey Jakey. Uh, it's pretty funny, but he does a uh, uh, like series of videos called "Games That Should Bang," and he just he'll talk about two like wildly different games that should uh have a have an offspring um and you know if somebody said that it's like this is a game that is basically Stardew Valley meets Outlast i'd pay attention
1: you know right <laughs> <laughs> i think i've seen his videos before yeah he raps too which is kind
0: of awful and pretty good at the same time it's it's weird
1: it's it's, it's so weird. awful it's good
0: right yeah pretty much
1: yeah i'm i'm with you there yeah
0: uh, but uh anyway um so uh flipping that on its head what what are the genres and or games that you stay away from
1: uh, I don't like sports games all that much Joel can have those That's <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he does there's no need to worry about that
1: oh that is good see it's a good fit already um I mean, I enjoy racing, but I really don't pick up any racing games at all. I I guess I just you know I'm slammed with too many other things, uh, so I usually stay away from sports games, racing games. Uh, I used to play MMOs, not so much anymore. Not enough time. What was your What was your MMO du jour? I played Final Fantasy Eleven for years and, years and years and
2: years oh okay i have I have a number of friends who use that as their uh, their way into them. I was always intrigued by it, but by the when that came out, I was very much of a uh, Final Fantasy purist of like get these other people out of my game. <laughs> um, and it wasn't until Final Fantasy XIV where I grew to accept others' inclusions in my pastime. <laughs> that is because the single player at that time, like 13, was just was not the best.
1: Yeah, I played through 14 as well. I haven't played the. I didn't play the last expansion, but I. So
2: I played through all of 14, like or all the all, all the base. Yeah, everything everything up until the expansion. Um, like when the expansion came out, and like two week, two months after that, and. The, because you had to move through all of the story to get to any of the expansion stuff, uh, it was so like tedious that it kind of broke me down. So by the time that I finally like got up to it, I just kind of put it down and I haven't really put it back up again yet. Oh, and wow. I really kind of to before Stormblood, which is the next expansion that's coming. Um, but yeah, it's uh it's a crazy crazy thing.
1: Indeed. 11 was hardcore by the way. You could actually be level.
2: Yes. Yeah, I, I don't even want to. That's stuff like that and like um, uh, everquest and like having to get up in the middle of the night because the mobs would only pop at certain times and you Right. Get, yeah. Like no. That is a that is a huge
1: like I am not doing any of this bullshit. Nope. I, I had I I sadly did a bit of that cuz a mob would only pop when it was uh, like 2 a.m. or something, and I was actually working the day schedule. Yeah, I I remember setting the timer, trying to go kill it. Yeah, going back to bed. <laughs> it was not I don't know, healthy know know anyway. You're way. a
2: better person. Or just or oh. completion. Yeah, I can't. I could not. But it I right could not.
1: Like boss, it yeah. yeah, that was a rough game. Rough game. Yeah. you could only it. it it makes modern day mMOs look like just mMOs on training wheels right it it was it was it was rough you could only like you start out every mMO just you know going out by yourself killing things and you could do that in Final Fantasy eleven until around level ten eleven something like that, and then you'll you'll gauge the strength of a monster and it's about equal to you and it will kill you in two hits oh. Because because once you reach ten and eleven, you have to be in a six man party all the time, and God help you if you weren't like one of the end jobs, you know. If you wanted to play a, play a thief or dragoon or something, and they didn't want you. You would literally spend all afternoon just looking for party.
2: Yeah, I I, I that's one of the things that I really appreciated about um, fourteen um, was their their willingness to step away from that and go to where you could basically solo just about everything and when you needed to the queue they borrowed the um you know the like kind of the wow queue system and it was like hey i'll just check in here you let me know when i got something ready
1: right i'll go yeah do much stuff. better yeah because 11 you would have to manually assemble your parties there was no automated queues not i mean it it is just night and day different yeah it's yeah, like also like
2: my my uh, 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 my, my mmo is wow and so I remember, like, back in the vanilla days where it was standing in the middle of Ironforge, you know, yelling in channel, like, hey, I'm looking for a group for this. Who's doing this? And then everybody goes, oh, you're a hunter. Yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, why did I have to pick the one with the pet? What was wrong with me? Yeah. No, it's not so bad. I got a cool spear, but, you know.
1: Those were the days.
2: <laughs> not like... They're fun to think about. I would not want to go back. No.
1: (laughs) Yeah. They're fun to reminisce about. But
2: like there's people like they have a number. There was a number of like kind of legacy servers and stuff that was up of people who want to go back and play in that system. And I'm just like, "Um, no, I need all of the quality of life stuff that I have right now, period. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, Now, if they could just get rid of all the other people, then I might, you know want to try an MMO. You Let's
2: would have, see. you would have hurt somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like, absolutely.
0: You straight up
2: would have hurt somebody.
1: <laughs> oh man.
0: Uh, are there any particular, uh, games that, uh, you feel like are really overrated and, uh, you, you think you need to have, you know, like a shout out and, uh, you know, that you are not necessarily just right now, but you know, games that you kind of champion games that have a special place in your heart.
1: Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, I've written for so many things. (laughs) Um, hmm. Well, recently... I've already mentioned that Neo's underplayed, unfortunately.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, I think the Resident Evil 7... Resident Evil 7 did a fantastic job for what it was. It's rather short, but... I think it did a good job. Um... I adore the Castlevania series. Anybody that knows me knows that that's a that's a thing. <laughs> I've written for about half the series by now. What's your what's your favorite Castlevania? Oh boy, oh so tough.
0: Erg. You can do it.
1: I really enjoy the you? Metroidvania games, but to so pick is, one, is there a
2: better? Like, I, having never played it, and, and that being one of my sore spots that I eventually have to get to, um, by hook or by crook, um, is there a better answer than Symphony of the Night?
1: Uh, probably not. <laughs> it's just so classic. <laughs> but they, they, they do a good job, and mainly because most of the other Metroidvania games that came after that, that are uh, Castlevania games were on the uh, the Game Boy Advance and the DS I mean it's it's also a console experience versus a handheld experience really but they do a lot of things more streamlined in the in, say you know Dawn of Sorrow for instance um, I particularly like uh, Aria of Sorrow that's a fantastic game I've heard that was like, a good one the story in that one is just really good the the concept of enemies dropping their souls and then you using their souls as weapons is really good because I mean there's a hundred plus souls in that game
2: hmm. damn
1: yeah it's it's a lot to collect
0: which one which one is that because um, I since that I, have numbers, is... I don't
1: know where any of the right. any is lie Right, that's the third Game Boy Advance title. It's okay. the uh, most people know Soma from from Castlevania. That's the first game he was in.
0: Okay.
1: Because he had he had a uh, he's in two games. He's also in Dawn of Sorrow which is kind of a sequel. But that game is that game is ah, they took the they took the story in a whole new direction. There is no Dracula. Dracula had been destroyed by the time that game's story came by. Like, he was sealed. His castle was sealed in an eclipse. I, I, don't, I don't... Sealed in an eclipse?
2: Yeah, yeah, don't even... Don't, don't
1: try. Don't, don't get me wrong. Because Castlevania is the source of his power. That's why he keeps resurrecting every hundred years. So they found a way to seal it in the, the power in an eclipse. And then a, a Belmont killed Dracula... And this all happens before that game happened in nineteen ninety nine and the the day that they said that they did that it was a a historical eclipse occurred on that day right and the okay.
2: <laughs> like they did
1: they did their homework a little bit right and, sure, whatever uh, you say
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh so they have this whole this whole Castlevania story about you know a typical uh Belmont Family member going and uh, just finishing off Dracula, and they—that's never been a game. So, like many people, ask for this 1999 Castlevania game to come out, and it's just never going to because <laughs> Konami hates us all.
0: Yes, they do. <laughs> so, so what is the actual game then? What what are you doing if not fighting Dracula?
1: Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> there's so many well, other dead
0: things in Castlevania.
1: It's... Okay, let's... Let's, uh, let's start this Let's track. put a spoiler tag on this, just for just in case anybody's listening they don't want to hear this. Okay. There's, there's spoilers for a 2003 video game coming up. Yeah. We're going to spoil Castlevania Aria of Sorrow. And you two don't mind? No.
0: <laughs> I'm good.
1: Okay, Ryan? very good. <laughs> well, I gotta ask. Sure. Um... So, you end up finding a way back to Castlevania uh, by going to this Japanese shrine. Uh, again, don't ask why you're there or whatever. But your girlfriend gets kidnapped, and so you're drawn to Castlevania, you and a bunch of other people. And so you're, you're fighting monsters, trying to find your girlfriend and all this, and you, you discover that you absorb these monster souls when you kill them. Very weird, right? Very odd. And you're told that you have the power of dominance. So that's why you can absorb these these uh, souls. Oh, that you... kind of game. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's basically it's basically Symphony of the Night, except for you can also absorb, absorb souls and equip them and use them as sub-weapons. Because those are your sub-weapons. You absorb a skeleton's skull, a skeleton's soul, Ugh, that's hard to say, and you will throw out bones. Or you'll you know you'll absorb a Rip Man. You'll throw out daggers. There's there's hundreds of these things, right? And so you play through the game. You end up finding your girlfriend. Uh, you end up learning that you, Soma, are the reincarnation of Dracula. That's why you have this power. You are you are Dracula being drawn to your to your castle. And you have to either accept that or not accept that. And there's two different endings depending on what you choose.
2: I remember the story. There's always one Dracula, one castle, and one right? One witch. <laughs> so now
1: we're back to Bioshock. That's right. There's always a lighthouse. It all comes around. There's Thanks always a lot, Emma <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that's that's basically the story. You are the reincarnation of Dracula.
2: Okay. Is there anybody given like Castlevania and the Lords of Shadow? Is it easier to count the number of people who are the reincarnation of Dracula or are not?
1: Well, there's 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 definitely two that are. <laughs> but Lords of Shadow, yeah, that's an underrated game. The first one, absolutely. Ask. The second one, like, what, what the about. hell happened? I I just I just kind of miss Patrick Stewart narrating everything I'm doing. Zobek, so
0: that was that was good. <laughs> I, I I played I think about half of both of those games and then played other wow. things. I don't know why I stopped, but uh, uh, I enjoyed them for the most part. But those are those are my only Castlevania experiences. Yeah,
1: they're they're generally split between the Metroidvania games and then the old school level by level games. Mm-hmm. Then we got a, we got the couple newer ones, and then we got the horribleness that is Castlevania '64. <laughs> oh god
2: I've heard Just, that's incredibly bad
1: it is incredibly bad I've <laughs> played through it it is not good
0: did you write a guide for that?
1: <laughs> no, no and see if I ever want to get to the point where I have a guide for every Castlevania game Like that's, that's a mountain I will need to overcome at some point <laughs> I don't look forward to it <laughs> and it's bad I imagine not <laughs> yeah now I'm oh. crying on the inside a little again that's because good. You know that's something yeah, that's, that's going to happen in the future
0: it's the the point of the podcast make you cry on the inside yeah
1: It's yeah. The, the opposite you. of the Thank joker you for all this or
0: no that is the joker the exact same as the joker not the opposite uh, <laughs> laughing on the outside crying on the inside uh any other uh underrated games you wanna Make sure people know about. Hmm. Actually, just changing that. What, what is your favorite game so far this year?
1: Ooh, this year probably yeah. probably Persona Five. It is just so okay. so damn stylish. Sure. Um, have you guys ever heard of Salt and Sanctuary?
2: I have heard. Yes, of- I yes. have. That is the the two D uh, Dark Souls esque game from the people that made, what was it, Johnny Murder?
1: Yes, yes indeed, yes. it is It is a fun little game. Um, well, you've heard of that. Uh, have you tried Axiom Verge? Ab- yeah, I reviewed it. Oh, very that was nice.
2: Awesome. <laughs> yeah. You talk about a game that gets the Metroidva- that like that Metroidvania formula right. And yeah. that was absolutely Axiom Verge. Um, it's strange, I keep
1: on getting yeah, with, uh, with a whole bunch of guns. Whole bunch of guns? I metroid really, with a whole bunch of guns. I really also like the,
2: the the one the um the gun that kind of breaks the world. Uh and not in a because you blow stuff up way, but in because you kind of ruin the code. Yeah, you've hacked um, the world. Yeah, I enjoyed I really enjoyed the way that you used that one. Um I enjoyed being able to kind of jump through things. Um and I really liked how the story kind of subverted the normal like hey you're here to save the world type thing
1: yeah, it's all all done mostly by one guy too which is always impressive like yeah. i'm always impressed mm-hmm. by those games that are mainly one or two people like yeah. you know small small team games yeah always
2: small teams like that they're just that's incredible and like, like salt, salt sanctuary was loves, the same you know, that way that took, uh, hey, the, is that a uh, is that one dude or was that like a dude and his
1: wife it's a it's a dude and his wife. Okay. Yeah. Mostly, they may have, may have had some help here or there, but it's mostly him and him and his wife. Yeah, counts. Him doing the coding, his wife doing most of the artwork.
2: Yeah.
1: Man, that is that is it, crazy.
2: More artwork and coding than I am capable of at the moment. So,
1: <laughs>
0: you
2: absolutely, get full credit, especially for
1: having such a fully realized like vision like that. All right, one more for your question. One more. All right. Dang on Rampa.
0: Okay. I I know that I have put stuff about that game uh, or that series in Game of the Year articles, but I know nothing <laughs> about that at all. I Ryan. think there's a teddy bear that... I have um, not played
2: it. I know all about it. Um, I, yeah, that's... That and like the um what's it called? The nine nine nine? Like the that kind of style of game. Um virtual. Yeah, I wanna say the only one of those I've ever kind of played, um, was Corpse Party. And that kind of wasn't my thing. Um, but from what I've heard of the other ones there, uh, they're they're pretty good.
1: Yeah, they're coming out with a ding on Rampa three. Should be near the end of this year and they just released the uh on Rampa Reloaded which is which is the two beta games Danganronpa so on Rampa 1 and Danganronpa on Rampa 2
2: Is that where is that where Danganronpa realizes that he can see the code <laughs> <Danganronpa>. <laughs> uh, it's it's, they're not gems okay
1: not It's gems. supposed to like they they use bullets throughout the game Yeah they when do they, when they do uh well <laughs> there's plenty of murder but like for the court cases, they use these truth bullets. It's all—it's all really weird. They use these truth bullets to make their arguments. So I'm—I'm I'm thinking "Reloaded" is supposed to be a play on that. But it's—it is a, just a fantastically, delightfully, delightfully messed up series with murder. It is so good. <laughs> I love messed up stories like that.
0: You can't see me, but I'm just sitting here with my mouth open. I'm just—I don't. Oh, okay, that's <laughs> all, all right. Cool. Uh, what What are these games, though? Like, I literally know nothing about them.
1: They They are like a mix between Phoenix Wright. Um, in that there's court cases, and you have to logically work things through, and and present evidence and whatnot. And just just visual novel, like just a very messed- up world of murder and mystery. Uh, this This is a game where you're 16, sixteen ultimates. They're just kids that have they're like the best of their field, right? Just 16, 16 kids locked inside a school and are encouraged to kill each other. By a teddy bear, correct? By a teddy bear, yes. By a very weird-looking, evil teddy bear. Because if you can kill somebody and get away with it after the trial, then you're free. And if, you're, if you are get found guilty... That sounds guilty, like a just system. <laughs> 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 it's totally just. It sounds
2: a lot like the American court system, honestly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, so like they the kids will get together and be like, "Well, this is dumb, we're not gonna kill each other. let's just you know there's plenty of food and things to do, whatever, right, and so he'll find ways to incentivize the killing, like blackmail okay yeah, yeah, it's uh it's quite the story, yeah, which is why which is why it's uh recommended the story is just fantastic. <laughs>
0: Cool. Sounds. Uh, sounds real weird.
1: <laughs> it is definitely that. Uh,
0: nice. Well, um, Brian, do you have any other questions before we jump into the uh, end game?
1: No, I
2: don't like questions. I think we should go to the end game, which all is right. all questions. Uh, yes, all questions. Which all is questions all, all questions. Time. It's all oh, questions. Yeah. It's all the hardest questions. That's the only questions I enjoy. It's either that or ones asked by a weird teddy bear. So we're just gonna move on. But yes, yeah, so we like to. Uh, you've heard a couple of these, but we like to end um, with a bit of a questionnaire. Normally, for our interviews, they only get half of it. You are getting the entire thing, both every question asked to somebody who's been here the first time, and then if you're ever a repeat, you get those questions too because we just want to torture our writers and make them think oh. of all kinds of reasons. Why um, not? Let's yeah. do it. But to so to start, very first question. Who is your favorite video game protagonist?
1: Oh. Protagonist. Favorite protagonist. Hmm. Yep. Always a hard question, isn't it? There's so many to choose from. I'm going to say... I'm going to go with Final Fantasy Tactics. I'm going to say Ramza. liked his journey.
2: That was, a good, that was a good choice. Rams is a very cool guy. Um, starts off as kind of kid-like. Um, I believe yeah. Delia was the other one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and from there, um, grows into uh, quite the fo- two to fours.
0: Um, I like that. Good after, after
2: getting
1: betrayed a few times.
2: Yeah, no, totally. Totally. I don't think anybody's ever picked, uh, picked Rams before. I, I appreciate that. That's good. That's good. That's good. Uh next question, flipping the coin. Um who is your favorite antagonist?
1: Ooh, much better question.
2: Much better question. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> uh it's a bit spoilerish. Spoiler tag. I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with Booker. Mr Mr. Comstock. Uh-huh. From and one of the Comstocks. Gotcha. One of the Comstocks. Yes. yes. Always, uh, always a Comstock. Why not? <laughs> I like it. That 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 whole reveal was fun. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Shoot, you could probably go with the same answer for both those, couldn't you? Uh, yeah, he could. Yeah, totally. <laughs> if you wanted to,
2: if you wanted to do that, that's that is absolutely something you could do. Um, so, we're going to go next question. I like, I like that, though. That's thinking. Nobody. Also, nobody has ever said Comstock. So, mm-hmm. so far, you were two for two for original answers. Yay. <laughs> All right, question number three. We're going to get a bit more, a bit deeper into the weirder character side of this. Who is your favorite side character?
1: Ugh.
2: Or, like, party member. Somebody who's not the main character, but who is involved in their journey.
1: Oh, that's a tougher question. Let's see here. You know, off the top of my head, the first thing I thought of was, uh, was the, uh, the robot companion from, uh, the Old Republic, Knights of the Old Republic that always oh, called HK you Meatbag. HK-47, yep. 47, yep. Yeah. Do you want me to dispose of him? <laughs> meatbag. Yeah. Or va- vaporize this meatbag. Yeah, he was always fun. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll go with him. Okay. He's a good one. Fourth question. If you had to
2: leave someone on a planet to die, and not for heroic reasons
1: who would you choose oh my leaving someone to their death oh boy well there is a very annoying character in persona 5 that is tempting to say but i'm i'm going to go with uh with marcy long from fallout 4
2: Marcy Long. Which one was she?
1: And if you remember, if you played Fallout Four, you uh, you rescue this group of survivors in the early part of the game because you, when you build your settlement, you need settlers, right? So they totally. set up they set up this mission. You rescue a group of survivors. This is how you meet uh, Preston.
2: Yeah, Prescott. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 Or Prescott, my bad. Yeah, and uh, the Minutemen.
2: Yeah, it's, it's and, quite literally, almost the first thing you do when you come out of the uh, the the, fall. Yeah. Yeah, the Yeah. Yeah, it's fall. it's
1: very early game. Very early yes. game. And uh she's one of the she's one of the settlers and she's the one that is always complaining about something. Ah. Like even even though you were going out of your way to help these people, constant complaining. Yep. And as you play through the game, uh, the old woman keeps asking you for drugs and you can kind of <laughs> help her habit if you remember right and she ends up she ends up overdosing and dying oh yes and yes yes if, yes if that happens it is constant bitching by this woman
2: <laughs> there is no no release
1: there is there is release if she gets left on the planet oh that's true <laughs> <laughs> yes sir because you can't kill her she's uh she's uh immortal she's one of those apparently. protected yeah, <laughs> That's
2: fantastic. That's really great. Good answer. I, I love it. Uh, next question. We are leaving behind characters, and we are moving on to video games themselves. Is there anything going on in video games today that you think uh, more people need to pay attention to, um, slash kind of more people should be or more companies should be doing?
1: Hmm... That is a good question. I really like the going back to The Witcher. They put out a lot of free just bits and pieces, and I think that's one of the reasons The Witcher Three sold so well. Is they they just garnered a lot of good
0: mm-hmm.
1: goodwill with gamers by putting out this or that or this, and their actual their actual DLCs really. I mean, I haven't played through them, but I've I've read just how impressive they are, like how they can be their own games. Um I've actually heard people complain about all this too, that they're that they're just doing it for attention or they're just doing it for um goodwill. I, what's so wrong with that? It, Look how well they've been doing.
2: Absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's that's kind of <laughs> they the dumbest are like excuse you can give somebody to not do it. Right. Oh, you're just doing it to be nice to people. Like, yeah, because okay. everybody has to our, be a dick all of the time.
0: Our fans will like us more if we give them free stuff. Yeah, you'll
2: like us in your library games? What? <laughs>
1: or, uh, yes. But, uh, yeah, people like them, people like Shovel Knight. Like, the Shovel Knight gave me the whole... Uh, uh, like, they, they've remade the game using Plague Knight. I forget... Oh, was it Plague of Shadows? Uh, I forget the name of it, but they gave that away for free. So I mean, just companies trying to foster goodwill—you don't see a lot of that. Yeah, that's good. That's good to see. Should be rewarded.
2: And especially on the like, especially with the shovel knight guys, that's on the heel of them doing uh, doing really well with their game. That was kind of like, hey, you guys helped us kind of get this going. Here's some extra stuff for you.
1: Right. And that to me that that to me just sounds that, at, at like a good deal. To add tad onto that, uh, the the recent Shadowrun games. Okay. Uh, I don't know. If uh, you Shadow,
2: like Shadowrun Hong Kong and.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. yep. That that company, Hairbrain Schemes. Uh, they they do like they release Shadowrun Dragonfall director's uh, director's cut, where they added in new missions, you know, new dialogue choices. That was they gave that to free for they gave that to anyone who owned the the base game. <laughs> <laughs> Which Weird is really cool.
2: that is, that That's very cool.
1: cool. Again, not not something you see all that often when you
2: you talk about free with somebody. That's like—that's
1: a big deal. I actually got a email uh, from one of the uh, employees over there saying that they actually used my guide for Shadowrun to to double check what was in their game.
0: Ah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've got you a couple highlights like that better. throughout that's the years. Great. Yeah, it's always cool when you get messages from from developers. Yeah, that that is really cool.
0: (laughs) Cool indeed. That is very cool. All
2: right, all right. Um, Next question. Um, We're going to flip the coin on that one. Um, Is there anything video games are doing that uh, you don't think they should be doing anymore? That you don't think people should... You know, we kind of we, we we should leave this behind, as it were. This is much like This has got uh, to
1: be. Uh, this is hat. This has to have been an answer before, but I'm sure somebody said EA.
2: Just EA. <laughs> just, general. EA. just EA.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's just no. Nah, that's, that's all I had. Just EA. Just EA. <laughs> what are you doing? Like the you've seen the cartoon where EA takes the game studio out to a pit and then shoots it in the back of the head, and then the game studio falls off into the the pile of bodies. Yeah, was it marked like EA Partners? Right. (laughs) Have you seen, you've never seen that? I have not seen that at all, but that's not I I have seen that, yeah. (laughs) That's about, I mean, right? Um, I sure wish we had Dead Space 4. That would be fun.
2: What did you think of 3. <sighs> two were some real tense ass joints, and three Boy, was kind of two
1: was two was the shit. That's for sure, in and in a very good way. <laughs> it was it was just way like one was good, but two took that and just made it even scarier. Three really? Three. I, I did not think two was very scary. Really? I thought it was
0: like a lot more adrenaline. I Like, it, I think it, it felt ex- more. It felt I don't know like the the shooting was so much snappier and like it just, I I felt like I had too much power I didn't play it on like the hardest difficulty or anything maybe I, did I you play it on a harder difficulty You
1: recall those those raptor those raptor enemies where you would have to hide behind the boxes and try to wait for them to charge you Do you remember Yeah Yeah the tenseness of that.
0: No cuz you had the line gun and you just shoot that and take their their legs off and then they just like flail on the ground like they, they were <laughs> super easy to take out. Little thing got behind
1: me. And uh yeah, no, that was They somehow get, they somehow get behind you and would attack you, clever girls. There there were there were some really great
0: uh enemy designs in that game. Absolutely, but I I, I found the first game just uh, I think just because it was a lot slower plate, slower paced, and there was a lot more that just felt unknown, kind of going through it, that uh, it was scarier than the second one.
1: That's how I felt about the third one. Like I felt, I felt the scare, the scares and the tension in the first two, but the third one was just completely, almost completely adrenaline slash action. Yeah, like sure. Resident Evil four through six. Yeah. I did like the fact that you could customize your own guns, though. That was that was a that was a cool addition.
0: Yeah, I was actually I was um, reading a thing about the development of Dead Space Three, and there were a couple of things that uh, apparently Visceral originally wanted to do, and those things got changed to make the game uh, to to add to the ability uh, to have microtransactions, and then also make um, co-op more accessible for people. Apparently they wanted you to be fighting, kind of like almost like Fallout 4 uh, sort of thing, like where you're finding uh, these components, like very specific components to upgrade your guns um, instead of just like having this big pool of resources that you can turn into uh, parts.
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, so they wanted it to be <clears throat> more, more limited in a way. Uh, they, they, I don't think it was originally planned to have any sort of microtransactions. And then also, one of the things that they wanted to do with the co-op was have sections of the game where you're both seeing completely different things and completely different enemies. So that, <laughs> like, you see the other character just freaking out and shooting everything, and in your game, nothing is happening. Um, and then also, like, go into a big encounter, and basically you have two separate encounters, and so you get done with it, and they were talking about how, like, the idea would be, it's like, man, did you see that thing when it was coming running at me, and he was like, what are you talking about, we were fighting this enemy, uh, and just, like, creating almost, like, distrust between the two players of, like, you don't know, you don't know what the other player is
1: seeing. Um, They actually, they actually did that in the DLC, Okay. Dark or uh, Dead Space Three Awakened. Yeah. You could play as uh Isaac, you would see something just completely different than Jacob would see. That's cool. I like it, it was very mind trippy. So yeah, they they may not I'm have gotten it. I'm glad they got, to glad they got around to that then. Yeah, well it, it was really short, of course, being that yeah. it's like three chapters. But yeah, I mean I'm sure EA didn't have anything to do with all that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they did that under wraps. No one, they EA thought they were working on something else. <laughs>
1: Shh. They don't have to know. Oh, poor Dead Space.
2: <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, next question: um, If you could have um, any any career, if you could run do any profession. Um, without restrictions, um, is there anything you'd like to uh, you'd like to try?
1: <laughs> oh boy! Uh, hmm. I suppose I'd give this game guide writing a shot. Okay. Make it into physical books and whatnot. I don't know. I'd, I'd try it. I'm not sure how much I would like it. Uh... Hmm. That feels like the easy answer. Yeah. No wild-eyed <laughs> dreams as a kid. Oh, boy. Life wears on you after 30-some-odd years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Super true, man. Super true.
1: Yeah, I'd... I don't know. Maybe, uh... Maybe try my hand at making some game or other one of these days. That would be fun. You play so many of them, you know, you get ideas of your own. That is very true.
2: Next question. If you could play any game again for the first time,
1: what would it be? Ooh, that's a good question. For the first time. time. Hmm... My gut reaction says Bioshock, because I just had so many good story moments that you can't take back.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'll go with my gut. Let's say see. Let's see Bioshock.
2: Okay. it's a good gut. Yeah. a good, good gut.
1: All right.
2: Next question. If you could forget playing a game, pass it out of your memory as though it had never happened and you get that time back. Uh, what would it be?
1: So there's two ways you could go with this, really. You could go with what game could I forget, get my time back. Because time, I mean, you could say something like Final Fantasy XI, I'd get a couple years back, Mm -hmm. if not more. So, I mean... Or you could just go with something horrible that you played that you just don't wanna don't want to have experience whatsoever.
2: Yep, there's always that.
1: It's hard to pick one. Uh so I'm gonna give you two answers. The first one I would definitely go with probably Final Fantasy Eleven because well, it's it's fun to Reminisce about it. It is an awful lot of time that was wasted with an awful, with a god awful amount of just bad mechanics. Like whatever designers thought that many of those things that they put in the game, like de-leveling and manual party creation, you know, were just it was just a bad idea. Because mm-hmm. I I remember nights where there's only eight people in your party range. You know, you need six. Three of them might be just, you know, AFK. There's no way you're ever going to get a party. But there you sit, hopeful. <laughs> you know, it's not. It's a lot of time. Lot of time a lot of time wasted.
2: It
1: a lot of time. And here, let's let's pick a bad game that I just wish I couldn't play. Uh, did you ever play the uh, the Walking Dead Survival Instinct?
2: God
1: no <laughs> I'm so sorry if you did oh my god <laughs> oh my so see yeah it's got a reputation it is It is just bad it may have turned me off to the series as a whole oh wow yeah it's it's really bad
0: that's bad wow
2: yeah okay you're forgiven uh, <laughs> final question we reached the end um, at the end of our lives, when we come to the gates of the Mushroom Kingdom, and Toad is there to greet us with the Book of Our Deeds, what would you like him to say to you before he lets you go? Before he lets you in, rather.
1: I always thought this was an odd question. Uh, why is it Toad? Why not? Because uh... they
2: get assigned... He's a Mushroom guy, they assign him to the front door. I suppose. He's, like, he's, he's kind of like the butler of the Mushroom Kingdom. He's got to do all the media labor. He's like Super Mario 2 he was the one that was really good at picking up stuff.
1: Yeah, he, he was. He yeah. pulled those pulled those turnips out faster than anybody. Yeah, like
2: faster than anybody else.
1: That was that was his that was his due. And what do I want him to say to me? Yep. It's a good question. I I I suppose, thank you for all the work you've done. That's half the reason I continue writing guides, so to be honest. is Just people get so much out of them. Mm-hmm. It's a way to give back to this hobby of ours. Uh, it's sappy as it is.
0: That's, that's not a bad is that reason. All right? Yeah.
2: That's not a bad reason at all. Honest, forthright... You've done a fantastic job, sir. You've reached the end. Jonathan, take us home.
0: Well, Greg, thank you so much for sitting down with us and chatting uh, about video games. And, um, yeah, that, that does it for this episode. Uh, we will return once again soon uh, with one of the last couple of episodes that we will we will have. We've got, like, three or so left. We are We have almost arrived. Uh, oh wow! So uh, so yeah. Until then, uh, thank you all for listening, and uh, have <coughs> a good one. Hard work.